Welcome to the Green Wave Coaches Show with Gallatin football head coach Michael Strapp and Gallatin News sports editor Blaine Keller. The Green Wave Coaches Show is brought to you by Tennessee Ace Hardware. Football season is grilling season. Stop by Tennessee Ace Hardware today and check out our large selection of big green egg grills. The Larry Maynard Agency. Give Allstate agent Larry Maynard a call today for all your insurance needs. Macon Bank and Trust. For over 100 years, Macon Bank and Trust has offered a true hometown banking experience to help you meet your financial goals. Dairy Berries Heat and Air. Dairy Berries has been voted Sumner County's best heat and air for the past eight years. For outstanding service, give us a call today. And the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, vans don't let vans drive drunk. Now, here are Coach Michael Strapp and Blaine Keller. Welcome back into yet another edition of the Green Wave Coaches Show. I'm, of course, Sumner County Sports Editor Blaine Keller. He skeleton football coach Michael Straub. Uh, if you're getting tired of, of this intro or, or of this, appreciate it while you can, uh, because before you know it, the season will be over. We've only got, I think, at most about a month left if things go well in Gallatin's favor. And, yep. uh, you know, we're in the penultimate week of the Tennessee high school football regular season. Feels like it's gone in a blur, Coach. Yeah, it's go, it goes by faster and faster every year, and here we are sitting at, sitting at week 10 and, uh, you know, got a, got a big game in front of us. Big game, and of course a big game last week that Gallatin took care of business in a 37-6 win at Wilson Central. Coach, we'll start with the run game. Mm -hmm. uh, as a team, over 200 yards rushing in that one. You had four rushing touchdowns. Uh, of course, we've talked all season long about the passing success, and in some sense we've talked about how good your running backs have been. It feels like one of the members of this team that maybe felt left out was the offensive line. And they really proved themselves, it seems like, in that game on Friday. Well, you know, I, 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 maybe maybe from the outside, you know, the offensive line maybe feel like they're left out, but not, not from our perspective. Uh, you know, the, the, those guys, are the, they, they get it done for us in the passing and running game. So, you know, it all starts up front on both sides of the ball. And, and I thought that uh, both units did a great job uh, this past Friday. Yeah, how do you think uh, across the season – that unit in particular has maybe made their presence felt. As you mentioned, it's not just the running game that's important there, but you know, so much of Jackson Straub's success too at quarterback comes from that pass protection. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think that they've done a really good job. Uh, Coach Pitts does a uh, uh, a heck of a job with those guys and, and gets them prepared and gets them ready. And uh, I mean, you're 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 looking at a, a offensive line that you know three of them didn't even. You know, didn't get any playing time last year, and 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 two two seniors, one of them uh, got very little playing time. Uh, so it's basically a new core guys up there. And uh, you know, like I said, Coach Pitts does a great job, uh, and we've been able to run the football. Uh, I, I think mostly in all of our games, and and you know, they've given up. Uh, I think they've given up three or four sacks all year. Mm -hmm. So um, you know, our they do they do a really good job. Well, you mentioned kind of an inexperienced bunch, and that can either favor really well for some teams, or it can be the Achilles' heel for some others. So, how have they filled in those roles as the season has gone on? And was there ever any learning curve for them? Whenever you kind of mentioned that long-term success they've been having. Oh yeah, there's a bit. There's been a learning curve all all season, you know, and 
and whether it's uh you know whether it's blocked down and kicking out or you know zoning uh on, on a 45 degree angle and working to the backer or you know whether we're gap hinging on the backside, you know, and keeping our head, keeping our head on the inside leverage instead of outside leverage. Those guys have got to learn that, and 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 you know the 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 pulls and the skip pulls, and you know getting a tight fit up front and and things like that. Knowing knowing who you're wrapping for. So um, you know those guys have done a, a have have uh, have grown week by week in doing that so uh, we're, we're proud of them is there one in particular that that stands out to you in that regard of, of growing and learning and developing as the season goes on or has that group just all together impressed you I think all together I mean I can sit here and talk about each one of them and and you know to, to single out one guy would probably be unfair but you know all of them have grown uh, and and into being a really good offensive lineman for us. Um, and like I said, I could sit here and 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 talk about, you know, each one of them and and the job they've done for us. But uh, again, you know, they just they kind of have that lunch pail mentality, man. That 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 you know that that blue collar, you know, go to work type mentality. And it and it all starts with Coach Pitts up front. He does a good job for us. Well, you got to give some some love to the big boys up front. Uh, at some point this season, you know, we had to and. As we mentioned, they hold up for Jackson Strop in the passing game and uh, last week, Zakai and Brinkley in the running game. I uh, know that he left with an injury coach, but he was really torching that first half, 151 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, uh, and, and we were, you know, and it's a credit to the offensive line and, and, and Zakai hitting, uh, hitting the down blocks a little bit, not being so wide. But, yeah, Zakai did a good job for us in the first half and, and really ran the ball well for us. Last I heard, Coach, he was planning on getting an MRI Thursday, mm -hmm. and I know that whenever our reporter was there for the Wilson Post, you mentioned that you thought it was more of a precautionary deal. So what has that process kind of been like, you know, ever since he sustained that injury to where you are now here on Tuesday? Well, they're, they're working with him, and he was he was at practice yesterday and, and moving around. Uh, but he, he's... Uh, we're work, tra trainers are working with him and, and and you know just trying to make sure he's good to go and and all that but uh you know just want to make sure everything everything's on the up and up before we do anything else with him uh, in regards to Zakine and maybe just injuries as a whole it doesn't seem like this Gallatin team has really dealt with that all that much this year you had an injury early in the year if I'm not mistaken with Danny McMurray right mm -hmm. and he came back of course but this one, at the end of the year, I'm curious what the difference is maybe there from a coaching perspective when you maybe get a guy hurt in week two, week three, as opposed to week nine, week ten. Well, I mean, you're closer to the end of the year and you got playoff implications, and, 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 and Zakan's done a really good job for us, and he's a big part of our offense. And, uh, you know, but when you get down here in, in this time of the year, you know, you've you you know you, you got to really have those guys. And, um you know, you you got to be lucky this time of year, and 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 you know, not deal with a whole lot of injuries. But we've got one, and but at the end of the day, it's the next man up. You know, who's gonna who's gonna take the torch and 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 you know, basically carry carry the the weight that the kind did with that offensive line. And again, the offensive line's done a really good job. And um, you know, uh, Malachi Harper came in in the second half and and did well for us, you know, and, and had a little, I guess, about a 31-yard scamper there to the house. And, uh, you know, we got some other guys we're working back there behind Malachi to, you know, it may, it may be a, you know, 
two or three back offense before it's all said and done. Yeah, junior Jaden Hoskins and uh, Malachi Harper, like you mentioned, the sophomore had a third quarter rushing touchdown at Wilson Central. What have you seen from both of those guys and maybe the albeit limited playing time that they've been able to get back there? Yeah, Mal- Malachi's done a really good job for us. Uh, he, he's, 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 you know, he's one of those guys that you know got noticed on the scout team and 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 practicing really hard, giving giving our guys a look and and uh, always felt he was athletic enough. But you know, you, you to you know play high school, play varsity ball, you got to grow up a little bit and you got to be willing to do uh, unselfish things and and one of those things is playing scout team and 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 giving our guys a look and they did he did a good job of that you know he was he was being physical with them and not not laying down and not brother-in-law it as we call it in in football and he was uh he he gave our guys a look and that's kind of where i first noticed him and he carried over to jv games uh you know about four weeks ago about a month ago we started i started seeing it carrying over to the jv games and him being physical so uh you know you get an opportunity and you never know when your number's gonna get called and you know so He's, uh, he's done a really good job for us. Do both of those backs present the same thing? Of course, when you just look at the physique, I guess, of Zakai and Brinkley, you know that this guy's going to punch it down your mm-hmm. throat uh, just based on how he is built. When you look at Jaden and you look at Malachi, what kind of dynamic do those two bring? Is it similar or, or is it different for both of them? Uh, I think it's different for both of them. I think Malachi is uh, he can Malachi can probably be both. He can probably he can he can lower his shoulder and get the tough yards. I think, but he can also uh, he can also get those uh, quick yards for you if you need to. Uh, Jaden Jaden is, uh, is is a guy that can probably take it to the house if he wants to. Uh, you know, Jaden's just got to get a little bit more consistent in practice and. And, and and in games, uh, be consistent with effort and, and, and attitude and things like that. And once he once he figures that out, he's going to be hard to handle. As a team coach, uh, I know that we mentioned those injuries, and it's to be determined how Zakaians will impact the rest of the season. But uh, in your first years, it felt like you've been pretty fortunate with, with the health of your team. Yeah, yeah, I think you know we've 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 been fortunate to. You know, make it through this long without having really big injuries. You had one LD earlier in the year, but you know, it, it football is football. You're going to have injuries, and again, you know, when you do it, you, you got to get the next guy ready and 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 see who's going to carry the torch. So, you know, right now we've got, you know, we've got two, maybe three guys. You know, we got a freshman running back that we pulled up that we think that you know, he he's he's really running the ball hard. So he may have he may jump in the mix as well. Well, you know, the running game, as you've mentioned all year long, is a very important part of what you guys do because it opens up the pass as well. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, we mentioned that Jackson Straub hit the all-time single-season passing yardage mark here at Gallatin. The passing touchdown at Wilson Central, he breaks the all-time single-season passing touchdown record, now sitting at 20 on the season. Coach, in your mind, what's more difficult? Hitting the that passing yardage mark or, or the passing touchdown record? I I mean I don't know I mean they're they're both pretty hard uh, they're gonna get harder uh, before too long but um, you know it's uh, to be able to throw the football you gotta run the football you know and, and Zakine went over a thousand yards last week mm-hmm. um, and you know they both complement one another and and so when you got a when when you got a running game they gotta you know they gotta put people in the box to stop the run. 
Um, but also, you know, that opens up the passing game. And so, again, it's a credit to that offensive line. Uh, I think it's a credit to the receivers we have. Um, you know, I felt like we, you know, at receiver, we got to be a little bit more consistent at, at catching the ball. I think we had, a, uh, I think we had three drops or four drops uh, uh, last week. We were 12 of 18, and I think there was three or four drops out there. So we got a little, we got to get, we got to get better at that. I know that we've talked a lot about that two-week stretch that Gallatin had where they picked up the big win at Green Hill and then let one slip away against Cookville. And, of course, that's been something that's been discussed a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but going on the road at Wilson Central and really what was a must-win game in the region, were you pleased with how your team responded in all of that? Oh, yeah, I was, I was pleased. I was more proud of the defense than anything. You know, they – they they carried over what we started in practice and 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 got to the football ran to the football got a lot of people to the ball and then we were able to you know uh run our feet wrap up and 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 get ball carriers to the ground so you know I was I was very pleased and and proud of that defense for sure a good win for the green wave at Wilson Central this past week Gallatin goes back on the road at Springfield this Friday stick around and we'll cover that soon Macon Bank and Trust Company is a proud supporter of the Gallatin Green Wave. For over 100 years, Macon Bank and Trust has offered a true hometown banking experience to help you meet your financial goals. We are local people with local decision making and ready to serve you. Dairy Berry's Heat and Air has been proudly serving the Middle Tennessee area for over 35 years. We have been voted Summer County's best heat and air company for the past eight years. For outstanding service, call Dairy Berry's at 615-452-8121. Football season is grilling season. The Big Green Egg is the perfect grill for everyone. From the backyard cook to the world's most acclaimed chefs. Stop at Tennessee Ace Hardware today and check out our large selection of Big Green Egg grills. The perfect grill for any grilling meat. As an Allstate agent in Gallatin, Larry Maynard knows many local families. His knowledge and understanding of the people in this community helps him provide customers with outstanding service. Give Larry a call at 615-452-1500. He shoots, and he scores! Welcome back to the Green Wave Coaches Show, brought to you by Main Street Media Television and our wonderful sponsors that you can see on the on the banner here. Admittedly, probably should have done a better job at memorizing uh, these guys because they're right behind me, but you guys can see them throughout the whole show. Be sure to check them out, and thank you, of course, for, for sponsoring this show. As we mentioned, Gallatin again on the road at Springfield this Friday, and uh, you talked about how proud you were of your defense coach at Wilson Central uh, got a taller task against an up-and-down Yellow Jackets team led by Clarence Cobbins, who's practically played every offensive position yeah. for Springfield this year. Uh, how difficult is it to defend a guy like that whenever he can line up basically anywhere? Well, I think he's an old, uh, you know, he's a dynamic football player for sure. I don't know if you can – you just got to hope to contain him. Um, but he is uh, – he's a good football player on both sides of the ball for him. Uh, he plays corner, and, 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 again, he plays every other position. I don't, I don't think I've seen him play center yet, but <laughs> um, but he, he, he plays everywhere on the offensive side. So 
he's he's a good football player and and we've got we got we're gonna have our hands full for sure it was a couple of weeks ago as a fellow you know former Springfield alum I do follow the jackets a little bit so uh, I think I was following how many different positions Clarence was playing at and I think it was only a couple of weeks ago that I said the only place he hasn't played is quarterback and then the next game he lines up at quarterback so yeah. uh Springfield team coach up and down throughout the year they're well coached have been in a, a couple of state championship games a few years back two and one at home on I believe two and four on the road mm-hmm. Uh, which brings up the interesting split that you guys have of 0-3 at home and 5-0 and on the road. Of course, you don't plan for that, but how have you kind of been able to uh, assess that in a season where you have more games on the road than at home? Ah, uh, you know, I think that, you know, I don't, I don't really have an assistant. You know, we just haven't we we haven't just closed the closed the door at the house yet. You know, and uh, we've been able to do it on the road. Um, you know, but Springfield is, 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 like you said, they're well coached. Coach Wilson does a fantastic job over there of uh, getting those guys ready. They're, they're, they, they've got great technique, and they're always in the right position, um, you know, defensively and offensively. And, uh, you know, we, they, they, we understand, you know, when you look at it, you know, they, they, they've got a lot of things offensively going on. You know, um, but when you have a guy like Clarence, you try to get the ball in his, in, into his hand as much as as you can. Uh, defensively, however, they're they're pretty rock solid over there. They, they're interior wise, D line wise, uh, they're they're pretty good. Uh, and they've got they've got some guys in the secondary that make plays for them as well. Well, Springfield, as I mentioned, made a few state championship games in Class 4A. Of course, Coach, you made your trip to the big dance a couple of times at usj uh, have you been able to connect with coach wilson over there at all based on those trips that you guys were at at cookville no no not really uh you know we've we've kind of shared some texts and some emails um uh coming up you know to the game um but no we haven't we haven't talked about that coaches don't really talk about that kind of stuff as much as you might think one more for you here before we get to our one fun question to close out today's show. Uh, I know that this game isn't in Region 4-6A action, but when you look at the standings right now, there's a big log jam entering into that last week of the season. 3-4-5 and five, all have three losses on the year, all have two losses in region play. Is there any pressure? Uh, I know you want to focus on just this week. I understand, you know, Big game ahead of you. You want to go ahead and have that momentum going into that game, regular season finale against Lebanon. But what is there any pressure knowing that that last game of the season could decide if you get in or not? You know, I can't control any of that stuff, and we can't control any of it. You know, we just got to go out there and, and play the best ball we can play. And, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, the, the, the cards fall in our favor a little bit there. So, um, you know, we just – you know, us us winning this game could help us playoff wise. If 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 we um, you know if there's even more of a log jam as you might say, uh, but this is you know this is a rival game. You know, this is an old rival game from the past. Uh, you know, I don't I don't think they've played since 2016, but I think they uh, these two these two programs have a storied history with one another, and uh, you know it's. Uh, I imagine for for some of the old old guys out there, it's probably a, a big game, Super Bowl game type game. And and uh, you know, one thing I've learned in my short time at Gallatin, everybody wants to measure up to Gallatin. 
you know so um you know we've we've got to be we've got to be ready and focused up and 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 ready to play this week you touched on it at the start of your response there that this game could impact that that postseason aspiration if things get even more of a logjam Mm -hmm. how much have you looked into the the tiebreakers beyond head-to-head in in your region well, you know, you've got tiebreakers, and then you have the head-to-head stuff, and then you have, you know, overall record, and maybe you, you have situations where, you know, who you've played in their record. So, um, you know, that all that stuff goes hand-in-hand. Hand. It can get a little sticky at times, but, you know, all we've done is told the kids, all we got to do is just keep winning. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't we can't wait on, on somebody else to um, help us out. You know, we don't need to put our fate in somebody else's hand. Uh, so, I mean, we just got to go out there and play ball the way we're capable of playing. And if, we, if we're able to do that, then we'll be fine. Loved what uh, lineman Mason Duke said at the end, uh, talking to our reporter, Andy Telly. Just win, the, win out. That's all we got to do. Yeah. The last two games after that Wilson Central game just said we got to win out. Yeah. So, starts this Friday at Springfield and – will end in the regular season finale against Lebanon. Fingers crossed, knock on wood, beyond that. We'll take one more break here on the Green Wave Coaches Show, and uh, when we come back, our one fun question. Coach Michael Strapp, stay tuned. Football season is grilling season. The Big Green Egg is the perfect grill for everyone. From the backyard cook to the world's most acclaimed chefs. Stop at Tennessee Ace Hardware today and check out our large selection of Big Green Egg grills. It's the perfect grill for any grilling need. Dairy Berry's Heat and Air has been proudly serving the Middle Tennessee area for over 35 years. We have been voted Summer County's best heat and air company for the past eight years. For outstanding service, call Dairy Berry's at 615-452-8121. Macon Bank and Trust Company is a proud supporter of the Gallatin Green Wave. For over 100 years, Macon Bank and Trust has offered a true hometown banking experience to help you meet your financial goals. We are local people with local decision-making and ready to serve you. Watch it! Did that guy even see that girl on her bike? Just like looking for other cars before switching lanes, drivers should keep their eyes out for those traveling on bikes. When a crash occurs between a vehicle and a bike, it's the cyclist who is most likely to be injured. Give cyclists room and do not pass too closely. Riders have the same rights and responsibilities as those behind the wheel. Be aware, be alert. Brought to you by THSO, the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Welcome back to the Green Wave Coaches Show. Closing out with our one fun question with Coach Michael Straup. And uh, as I mentioned in the second half of the show, I'm a Springfield alum, Springfield guy. Uh, worked in Robertson County with the uh, newspaper over there last year. Got to cover the Yellow Jackets then. So a bit of a homecoming for me, admittedly. And uh, excited to be at the Jackets Nest on Friday. And Coach, it got me thinking, uh, what homecomings or former employers or former staffers have you had the chance of, of playing and going against, and uh, how special was that for you in those moments? Well, before I answer that question, do they call it the Jacket Nest? Jacket's Nest, yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Wow. A little wave yard, Jacket's Nest. Wave yard sounds a little bit better than <laughs> Jacket's Nest. But anywho, um, yeah, you know, I, I mean, I've, I've had a couple of instances where I've, I've, I've coached against, uh, you know, former, former teams. I've had a uh, uh, pleasure of, of you know, coaching for and coaching underneath guys. You know, I've, um, when I was at Scotts Hill, I, I, I had a game against McNary Central, who was uh, a place of my 
I had worked as a receivers and DBs coach, and mm. and then um, again I was at Scotts Hill and 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 played uh, played Adamsville, where I was uh, I, I was the assistant head coach in DC at, at one time for uh, Brandon Gray, and and you know we played in the first round of the playoffs and. Brandon had uh, and Adamsville had kind of gotten us, uh, you know, a couple years before in, in the regular season. And somehow we ended up in different regions, and we we ended up playing in the first round. I was we were a four seed, and they were number one undefeated team in the state, and they were number one seed. But we were a pretty good four seed. Mm. It was kind of it's kind of weird how that was, but um, you know, we ended up upsetting them and beating them. And Brandon didn't talk to me for about six months, but. <laughs> Now we're good friends, man. We're you know we're our both our boys are, are are friends, and you know um, you know he's a good guy. But yeah, it 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 is kind of special when you can kind of go back and get a W. Well, this is going to be a, a follow up to that a little bit. You've brought up that Scotts Hill and Adamsville game quite a bit, um, and I think I asked you a few weeks back where certain wins ranked among your all time. Mm-hmm. It, it sounds like that one's really really special to you. Well, it, it it was one of those things where, you know, and it, and it's nothing to do with mine or Brandon's relationship. We're we're really good friends and 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 talk to each other a lot. Um, but it was one of those things where we just didn't get a lot of respect, you know, and we didn't feel like we 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 were going in as a, a 7 and 3 4 seed and and we were pretty good. Uh we felt we were pretty good and and I remember doing an interview, and, and I was with the Jackson Sun, and, you know, and everybody was asking me questions like, uh, you know, it was, every question was about Adamsville. They never once asked me about um, uh, about Scott Schill or any of our players or anything. And it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And then, you know, finally, I think it was Brandon Shields with the Jackson Sun, finally asked me at the, at the end, he said, well, what's your biggest concern? And so I kind of sarcastically replied well my biggest concern is i don't know what uniform they're going to wear uh i don't know if they're going to come out in their smoky grays or they're all reds or maybe all black and and on top of that they got black helmets or they got silver helmets and i don't know which ones they're going to do so you know i was at that point i was kind of fed up a little bit with all the you know it was just you know we 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 got pretty good players too so yeah um yeah that's kind of yeah that was a good win well i'd love to see a little bit fired up there coach it might be the uh most, uh, you just had not asked the right question. <laughs> well, look, Scott's Hill, 7-3, 4 seed, made history that year. Mm-hmm. Gallatin, if they win out, has a chance to be a 7-3, 4 seed in Region 4, 6A. We'll see how that plays after this week's game at Springfield. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another edition of the Green Wave Coaches Show. We'll see you next week. You've been watching the Green Wave Coaches Show with Gallatin football head coach Michael Strapp and Gallatin News Sports editor Blaine Keller. The Green Wave Coaches Show is brought to you by Tennessee Ace Hardware, the Larry Maynard Agency, Macon Bank and Trust, Derryberry's Heat and Air, and the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.